Well, Christmas season is here. It's December, and if you're like me, you haven't bought any Christmas gifts yet. <laughs> We're hanging in there, but we do have the lights up, and I've been listening to Christmas music since before Thanksgiving, so lots of controversial things there, I know. But hey, my name's Cole. This is the Through the Valley Podcast, and I'm your host, and I'm really excited to start this three-week Christmas series called Advent. Advent simply means coming. It means the arrival of something. And in this season, we as Christians celebrate the advent of Jesus Christ who came into the world over 2,000 years ago. And we have great reason to rejoice in that this season. But hey, I recognize that this season, especially the holiday season, isn't easy for everybody, right? We have gone through loss and pain. And for many of us, the holidays are a very difficult time of grieving and I don't know about you, but the shorter days just get to me when you come home and it's already 5.30, you haven't even eaten dinner yet, and it's already dark outside, and so you have to spend the rest of your night in the darkness. Like, compared to the summer, that's just gloomy. It makes me despair. I don't want to go outside. <laughs> it's dark. Um, I know that even the dark days, the shorter days, affect a lot of people's mental health. So I think it's completely appropriate to start off this Advent series, just speaking about darkness and light, about how Christ is the light of the world, and especially in light of the holiday season, where the season is darker in the sense of it just being physically darker, the biblical metaphor of Jesus being the light of the world, I just think is a beautiful metaphor. And I've been reflecting on it, meditate, meditating on it for the past week or so now, and it has just brought so much consolation to me in the dark seasons of life. So as I mentioned, the Advent season just means Jesus is coming into the world. And the Bible describes this so powerfully as the light having come into a dark world. And this is so beautiful because it has massive implications, not only just for our salvation, that God has come into the world in Jesus, fully God, fully man, dwelt in our humanity, took upon our sin upon himself as the perfect sacrifice on the cross and rose again, accomplishing our salvation primarily. But it has massive implications also for our suffering and our humanity, the human condition that we all go through. And this is good news because God is not distant from our darkness. He is not distant from our suffering. No, Jesus has come into the world. The light has come into the darkness and the light has shone in the world. So this is what we're going to be going through in our Advent season, Jesus coming into the world. And first, we're going to look at this from the biblical metaphor of the light that has come into the world. So welcome to Through the Valley Advent Season, three-part series in the Christmas season. The title of this episode is called He Knows Your Darkness, and that is good news. Let's get into it. Welcome back. As always, we're going to start with Scripture. Our Scripture passage for today comes from the ninth chapter of Isaiah, written about 700 years before Christ, this beautiful prophecy about the light who would come into the world. So let's uh, read in verses 1 through 2 and 6 through 7 of Isaiah chapter 9. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. 
those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness. On them has light shone. Verse 6, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. Basically, this passage was written uh, in a dark time in Israel's history. They were about to be exiled, and God gave Isaiah this prophecy that there, there would be a great light to shine to the people one day. And so, over Israel's history, this hope of a Messiah, this hope of this light to come to the world, who would be called the Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Prince of Peace. They were expecting it. And I think this should captivate our minds in the Christmas season, that there was a, an expectation of a fulfillment of this light coming into the world. Just this rich language that the people that dwelt in a land of deep darkness. I mean, have you ever felt like that, that you're dwelling in a land of deep darkness, even taking it to an individual level, that you are in deep darkness? This prophecy is beautiful because it finds its fulfillment in the life of Christ who has come. Matthew 4, Matthew quotes these exact verses as Jesus is starting his ministry. Matthew's saying, the light has come into the world. It's come. Luke 1, uh, near Jesus' birth, talking about this prophecy, says that the tender mercy of our God has come. Whereby, and listen to this language, the sunrise shall visit us from on high to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. Here, Jesus is described as a sunrise coming up to visit us in our darkness to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. This is just such beautiful language. And if anything, it should be hope for us in this season that the light has come. And this is the unique thing about the Christian hope, is that the Christian hope has already found its fulfillment in Jesus Christ. You know, when you typically think of something to hope in, hope is something that looks ahead, right? But the Christian hope is not only grounded in the future when Jesus will return, but it's grounded in the past, that Jesus has already come. You see, it's tempting in this season to find hope in something you can do or something the world can do, right? I hope that uh, there will be peace in our times. I hope that everything will work out in my family. I hope that my marriage will get better. I hope that this depression will end, this anxiety will get better. And so we're always trying to look for solutions within ourselves. But the Christian hope looks back to one day in Bethlehem when the Savior of the world came to dwell in a deep and dark land. This is good news. This is such good news. Jesus is the light of the world. Listen to how John's gospel describes this metaphor, picks up on the same metaphor in the first chapter. He says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Skipping down to verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Do you realize the implications of this? We live in a dark world. 
a sin-ridden world where in and of ourselves there is no hope. None. My depression and my anxiety, there's no hope within and of myself because I'm just going to return back to the things that make me feel that way or people are going to let me down. People are going to hurt me. The world is going to hurt me. There's sickness. There's death. But the good news is that from the outside, the light has come into the darkness. Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, has come to dwell among us. That language there that he came to dwell among us uh, looks back to the tabernacle when God came down and dwelt with his people in a tent. That word literally means he set up his tent with us. He dwelt among us. I love that. And that's why we call Jesus Emmanuel, God with us. There's not a moment he's not with us. And now that we have the Holy Spirit. In John 8, Jesus says of himself, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. He said this during the time of the Feast of Dedication in the Jewish calendar year. This feast later became Hanukkah, in which the Jewish people light the menorah of the lights. But Jesus is rooting the significance, the hope within himself, that he is the light, he has come. Primarily, of course, this is talking about freeing us from the darkness of sin, that we all within ourselves are dark and sinful, but Jesus comes and shines light upon us through his death and resurrection. But not only that, in a world where there is no hope, Jesus has come to be the hope. He has come to be the light. I think in the Christmas season, as I mentioned earlier, with the darker days and the longer nights, this image of light is just so powerful. It's a gospel picture. I love to go out in the winter and look at the stars and look at Orion's belt and all the constellations. They're so clear. And the one thing about the stars is that you can't see them unless it's dark. You can't see them unless something is is shrouding the night sky. And I think the darkness makes the light, makes the stars even more beautiful, right? It's because the darker it is, the clearer we see the light. And I think this is so true of Jesus, that the world is so dark. My, my life sometimes is so dark. Your life, you go through dark seasons, dark valleys, but what makes Jesus so beautiful and so good is that he is pure light. That when you see his light, it gives you hope. That God has come and he has dwelt among us. Jesus died for us to reconcile us to the Father. And that in him we have a relationship with God again. That he is always with us until the end of the age. He is the hope. The Christian hope looks backward. And so don't this Christmas season, don't look forward. Don't think, what is my future going to bring? You know, is it going to be good? What is the stock market going to do? What's the economy going to do? What's our country going to do? Is this person going to like me? Is this person going to keep treating me this way? No, look back to Jesus. Jesus has come. He is the light. Now think of this in the sense of mental illness. Mental illness often feels dark, especially depression. It weighs you down. It feels as if there's a cloud upon you. That there's no hope of getting out of that darkness, right? Because if you walk in the darkness, you're stumbling around. You don't know where to go. It feels weighty. Darkness oppresses us in our mental states and illnesses. But the good news is that the light of the world has come. And that even if you don't feel the light, he's there. He's coming to the world.
So put your trust in him. Have faith in him. This is such good news. Because what this means is that Jesus has come into our darkness. He was fully human, right? We'll talk about this next week, but his humanity. So he knows us in full. He walked in a dark, sin-ridden world. He interacted with those who were sick, those who were dying, those who were demon-oppressed. But what did he do? He healed them. A light shined everywhere he went. He healed. He redeemed. He restored. He dwelt among us. And so if you think for one moment that Jesus does not see your condition, that he does not see your heart right now, stop thinking that. He sees you. He sees to the depths of your heart every thought. But yet, what does he do? He came for you. He loves you. He gave his very life for you. This is the tender mercy that Luke chapter 1 talks about. The tender mercy of our God. That God is compassionate, slow to anger, rich in love, steadfast. And he proved it by sending his son into the world. The light. He knows your darkness. All your past. Even right now if you're feeling dark and oppressed. He sees you. He's with you. Put your trust in him. Put your hope in him. And not only that, but the Christian hope does also look forward to the day when Jesus, the light, will return and we will be with him forever in the kingdom of light. Revelation 21 says that when Jesus comes back to create the new heavens and the new earth, that God himself will be our light. It says there will be no need for a son in the kingdom of heaven because he himself will be our light. What a beautiful picture. And in that day, there will be no more tears, no more weeping, no more sadness, no more darkness. So for now, I charge you while we live in a dark world, look to the light of the world, Jesus Christ. There's only one light. There's only one Savior. It was the baby who came to Bethlehem, who was born in a manger, who dwelt in a dirty stable, who dwelt in a dirty world, who knows our darkness, yet who proved his great love by dying for us and rising again. You can have a relationship with the Father today through his life. Amen. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this Advent special of Through the Valley. We'll be back with part two next week with the title of He Knows Your Pain, looking at the humanity of Jesus. If you haven't already, please hit the bell or hit follow to subscribe on this podcast, whatever platform you're using. And if you would consider, I do have an Anchor account uh, linked to my page where you can support me financially in this work. I'd really appreciate that for the time it takes to do this. And I just want to thank you all for being so encouraging with the feedback I've received so far. It really means a lot and really gives me a lot of motivation to keep doing this. So really thankful for you guys. And all music in this podcast, just to give credit, is by LESFM. So I really appreciate his Christmas music uh, for this podcast. Well, hope you guys have a fantastic Christmas season celebrating the birth of the light of the world, Jesus Christ. And I'll see you next time as we walk through this valley. Bye.